down, you bloody jewel rolls, internet. You know how much okay. we love those, because it's time for the Real Boys Podcast. <laughs> I'm Michael. And I'm Crumble Nelson Dong. And welcome to our weekly rendition of Real Boys, Real Bad Films, Bring question mark. The show where we look at some of the shittiest and most shunted media from all the franchises you know and love. Or, as is in this case, in most cases, in just a movie that was never a franchise. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it certainly wanted to be Moocall. You certainly don't know or love it either. This <laughs> week we're looking at the 2001 very special dual role movie. Jet Li's the one? Jet Li's the one, that's I don't know right. how to work when you um, feed to me halfway through the title in a weird way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I just, does he want me to say it? I, I, I realised that was taking too much, too much time. <laughs> Gave well, it right back. Hey, thanks for giving it right back. And speaking of giving right back, Nelson, the audience didn't really give right back to this movie. (laughs) Oh, okay. Are you okay with those yelps? Yeah, yeah. We'll move on. (laughs) Um, So, budget of this movie, $49 Let's just go straight into it. Box office may have broken even, depending on budgeting advertising. Uh, $74 in the tum. Yeah, I mean, maybe not in the tum, because it probably goes to a lot of cost. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) yeah. barely breaking even, potentially. Potentially not even. It really depends. Yeah, it's so hard to figure out. Costs, by, right? Yeah, by design, I imagine they don't want you to know how much it actually costs to mm. make these movies. Yeah. So you can never make them at home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> fa- factory only. They, they put they put the costs into two separate packets that are then shipped to the vendor, yeah, so that you can't it. figure out what's in them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's no segue for this, but the audience said um, 51% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, okay. Very middling score. Very middling. The critics fucking hated it. 13%. Oh, right bottom of the barrel kind of score. Pretty low. Yeah, maybe we can, uh, one day we can go through all the movies and we can just do the critic score on them. Yeah. Um, A little Instagram post. And then do our score, which is going to be 80% real good film. (laughs) (laughs) Not even in the formula. I don't want to listen enough that I figure that out. I just want to look at a page and then look up Google things. Oh. It's too me much too. effort to listen to what we did. Much with it. easier, much easier. That's <laughs> what we do before we get into this podcast. But uh, Mookle, okay. Yeah, so you things I looked at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Really, really low for this. But that doesn't mean it can't be an enjoyable, watchable movie, a f- friendly, fun time, a PG thirteen film. This one, Mookle. Yeah. So this one definitely like really was focused towards teenage boys back in early two thousands, which oh, I was. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I want to do kung fu. <laughs> yeah, I love and sci fi. Right, it's a sci fi. Oh yeah, like, 100%. how can you miss? Oh, it's the future, two thousands here. Y two K. Oh, my brain. Cars, Computers baby. and Neopets. Yeah, look, I I loved it as a kid. I remember having a real soft spot. In, I never saw for this it. film. Yeah, and you know, maybe you wish you didn't. It it's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. We'll see how we go at the end, but yeah, I feel like I've, yeah. I've hit myself with another Wild Wild West almost watching Ooh, this movie. Interesting. Um, but hey, let's just move forward. Yeah. Maybe it's going to be a real good film. Uh, Maybe! Speaking of real good, uh, let's just talk about the cast, even though that's probably not the right description. So Jet Li <laughs> is in this a lot. <laughs> uh, Jet Li plays himself in oh. the Jet Li 123. Yes! Well, 125 total Jet Li's, but uh, 122 yeah, so that would of have been himself in the Jet Li 124, but yeah. I, I, I didn't want to say that. It didn't rhyme. No, no, fair, fair, fair. But yeah, one, 122 dead, uh, three left and three played by Jet Li in this film. Yeah, exactly. So we've got, first off, our good guy, 
Gabe Law. Mm. Uh, we've also got Lawless, who looks Ooh. like he's going to be the bad guy Jet Li. Oh, dear. But he's just scumbag criminal Jet Li. Ooh, and no. he quickly gets dispatched. Spoiler alert. We're going to oh. spoil this movie immediately. Zangus. 21 years old at yeah. this point. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're old. You yeah. Law, Nelson. You <laughs> Law is the name of the bad Jet Li yes. in this film. Oh, very, very evil. Yeah. Excellent. Jet Li, the other guy, is not Jackie Pe- Chan in 2000 Hollywood yeah. Kung Fu movies. Got the roles Jackie Chan didn't Merkel or wouldn't yeah. Merkel. Sometimes. That's definitely how he got into Hollywood. But yeah. speaking of someone who gets a lot of roles in Hollywood. Oh, hello. Uh, Jason Statham's in this movie, he I guess. He sure yeah. is. Huh? He's just really trying his hardest to do an American accent. <laughs> and yeah. it's absorbing all it's of his great. time and energy. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. His can't get those R's right. It's Yeah, and like he... weirdly like, position down the side. <laughs> yeah, look, in his defense, it's got to be hard to emote when you, you're trying to control your mouth to a level it's you've like, never had to before. It's like watching a dog when they try to make it talk eating peanuts. Peanut butter. That's what it's. That's what Jason said. Talking <laughs> yeah. in this film, <laughs> like the like that horse from that old 1950s show, Mr. Ed, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, Mr. Ed Stapler, yeah, yeah, <laughs> with yeah. hair. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and and in a film, I think the Transporter was just after this, and then he's bald again. Yeah, he's bald again. There was another movie where he had hair. Um, this year, um, oh. 2001, it was uh, Ghosts of Mars. Also a trash fire. Yeah. Worse, much worse. Also spooky. Also an accent. Spooked his hair off his head. Yeah, by the end of it, those yeah. guys, they just tore it right up. Yeah. Anywho, he's playing Funch. <laughs> M- MVA, or Multiverse Agency Agent Funch, mm-hmm. in this movie. And he is the noob in town. He sure uh, is. Right next to Delroy Lindo's Ro Decker. Yes. MVA Agent Ro Decker. Bloody. Grizzled old man. Yeah. <laughs> he's a bit too old for this, he says, with his eyes, but he not does. with his mouth in this film. Yeah, but with his body, he says it as well. And uh, <laughs> yeah. ex-partner of the evil bloody Jet Li Mookle as well. So you got a little yeah, bit of, uh, yeah. you know... Little uh, emotional stakes in this one. They wrote in the emotional ties, and to be honest, if we're going to talk about any of these actors, which we will, <laughs> based on how we do this, that's podcast, what we're doing. Uh, Delroy Lindo is definitely the guy to have emotional weight in this film. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. One of the best arcs yes. in the film as well, Mukul. Oh yeah, and fourth on the playbill, although first in our heart in oh. watching this film and the performances. Uh, we got the mum from Spy Kids. Oh, what's Carla the mum Yes. Yeah. Yes. Playing multiple jet leaves, multiple wives. Yeah. TK and sexy femme fatale number one in this film. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. wasn't her actual title. That's just what I called her. No, no. Look, that's fair. Um, <laughs> it's, you assume they're both called TK. It's actually, there's three. Three TKs. Three TKs. Right. Yeah, yeah. Three well, jet well, leaves. Well, well. <laughs> three Carla Gugino. Ooh, so, yeah. I wonder if that plays A little bit of synergy. Plot. God, the writing is... Subpar in this film. <laughs> hey, but the rule of three, they gave themselves a lucky start. They sure did. Three <laughs> distinct acts for each character's arc, Mukul. Ooh, wow. I'm really excited to see you talk about this. Oh, uh, yeah. I well, didn't look into it. Speaking of talking about anything, we can talk about the plot. Also, uh, by the way, Dean Norris, the cop from Breaking Bad's in this movie. Oh, yeah. We won't talk about well, him, but he yelled we'll and we like his face. Got so shot a bunch of times, but survived. Potentially. Maybe. We'll find out in oh, Death Oh, <laughs> lovely. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to bloody take us through the plot today, Mookle. I'm going to do something a little bit different today. Uh, oh no, different and, on this podcast. Yeah, right? Wow. Uh, people don't like it. They like consistency. The same thing over uh, and we'll over again. Alright, we'll listen to the last three to four episodes. We've been pretty consistent, finally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let me, well, let me fuck up all of those formulas. I'm going to try and do my best movie voice uh, impression, I'm Mookle. always surprised um, you haven't tried it already. Forewarning, <laughs> it's bad. Okay. Uh, but uh, here's the bloody uh, plot. You see, in a vast multiverse, <laughs> there is a 
vague prophecy or maybe just like a theory people talk about sometimes. Also, the multiverse doesn't seem that vast. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to it. Uh, if one Jet Li should be so bold, so daring to travel to every multiverse and eliminate every other Jet Li, he will become the one mm-hmm. or maybe implode or explode or, or something. maybe become a god or something. Well, nothing happens, maybe. Potentially. Only one police officer stands in the way of Jet Li in total maybe multiverse domination. <laughs> Special Agent Detective Jet Li? I must insist. It's He's Jet Li like you've never seen him before. <laughs> Twice. Jet Li and Jet Li in... Three times. And a third time Jet Li in <laughs> The One. And also some multiverse agents are chasing after the bad Jet Li. Yeah, 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 yeah. And sometimes the good Jet Li, depending on how the plot dictates. Yeah, they need and, to and do the things. good Jet Li's got a wife. Yeah, and so it's a bad one, maybe. Maybe. Or at least a, you know, a real, a real cozy girlfriend. A real helpful mouse bomber. Yeah, I'd love to be. <laughs> I, love, I love me a healthy mouse bomb girlfriend, I guess. Mate, if she doesn't have a mouse with a bomb in the heel of her shoe, I don't want to meet this her. Movie, right? yeah, not this movie, right? Not the girlfriend. All right, well, you won't meet her for other reasons, Nelson. Anyway, that's a really good plot. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, it's about as confusing and convoluted as this film. Yeah, I love how I really like, yeah. decide on anything. No, and it doesn't even try to do much <laughs> at the same time. No, so right. Start, it starts off with like, it, it's one of those movies where you kind of feel like it starts off with a, a bullet point that was found on yeah. uh, a sticky note that yeah. was that had a dart thrown into it. <laughs> like, and then they're like, yeah, a pretty cool concept, actually. The person who wrote the sticky note, by the way, was more talented and more creative than the, the actual the script person, writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, they're like, yeah, this is great. Rifling through their paper bin, unfolding <laughs> yeah. sticky notes like, oh, I've got something. <laughs> that guy moved on to do far better movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but not this one. Not this one. Very cool. No, oh, really good plot. Hey, well, let's let's talk about the performances in that case, Please. Nelson. Because you've handily tidied up the plot for us. So let's talk about these performances and let's start with a couple of caveats because I think it's a really important thing to establish that mm-hmm. we're watching a, a, a kind of like new millennium, but. 80s to 90s action thriller kung fu movie slash sci-fi movie yeah. so you need to accept what the performances are with that grain of salt yeah. <laughs> oh 100% you're not going to expect anything perfect there's definitely like the two supporting characters uh, you've got Delroy Lindo and you've got Carla Gugino who are pretty good actors yeah and they do enough with it yeah but they're also not even A-listers so like that's no. probably the highest quality acting you can get from well, this yeah, film yeah and even so like I, I want to talk a little bit about TK's character in general but there's not a lot Ooh, there. Oh, yeah, I'm wondering if we I have think... to I think they gave her a surprising amount of growth while at the same time falling into all the traps that well, they and, do and with the yeah. 2000s films. I totally right? I totally agree, and I just think the traps were too trappy. Mughal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, give yeah. us a go. Yeah. Tell us about them trappies. Well, I just think the character's been written to be the support, you know. Certainly, The, yes. the hapless support for, for the good Jet Lee. And um, the bad Jet Li, which I found a little... I, I kind of found that part of the problem as well, where it's like, wait, so she's just chained to this guy no matter yeah. how good or bad he is in any universe? That kind of devalues her. Yeah, <laughs> well, 100%, because then at the end, when buddy good Jet Li, spoilers alert, gets transferred to a new universe, he yeah. meets her again for a th- second time in the exact same way he met her the first time. She's immediately drawn to him. Exactly. But there could be some kind of fate in that, but it's, also, you're it's right. It's two ways. Really they're like, they're, de- they're, they're well and truly codependent. Like, they're all yeah. like... 
beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop, I love you so much. There's one scene where uh, Good Jet Lee's getting an MRI because he's like, oh, I saw myself. I yeah. think I might be crazy. And they're like, Ooh. this slow exchange. And they like really zoom in tender. on his, as, as her taking off his ring. And then they share a moment. And the <laughs> one nurse, of the biggest plot points in the movie. Yeah. Oh, yes, it. yes, absolutely. <laughs> Forget about it. And then the nurse in the background just completely underscores the whole thing and goes, for Christ's sake, you're not getting a bloody heart operation. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, settle down. Really right. <laughs> and that's like, it's a weird break to the formula as well that it just never does again. But it, it completely yeah. picks fun of itself in that moment. But that's these characters. They are completely codependent on each other. And yeah, like I'm saying, Carla Gugino yes. is more that support character. But yeah. also, uh, Good Jet Lee's just a sappy piece of shit. He's so... Yeah. I think so... Blech. I think that's the thing. Like, I feel like they may have been a little worried about um, Jet Lee's performance. So that yeah. they had to give his character very tropey good qualities and very tropey bad qualities but he because just they're like we need to differentiate the plain gooey so, moron yeah such a plain gooey idiot dumbass which is kind of funny when the bad him tries to be the good him yeah. like he's an even worse parody of it like yeah. credit to it like I think I'll, you, you've got to compare him to Jackie Chan I think okay whenever you talk about Jet Li's performance I Similar think because everyone considers them as vice versa right yeah, yeah. either use this Jet Li is definitely a better actor. Like, and he's got mm. a good sense mm-hmm. of humour about the way he uses roles. Like, the bad him, I thought was great. If he was just bad so, him the whole movie. So good. Mwah. Yeah. And also, bad him making fun of good him by playing a soppy bitch upstairs when he did that one thing. Also very good and right. a different spin to bad him as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the moment of the end where they're both wearing yep. the same shirt, which is weird. Oh, yeah, that was funny. We can talk about that later, tragic. actually. Yeah. Um, but also, the, the bad him... Perfect. The good him, though, like, there were some scenes where I'm like, oh, he's doing some pretty cool emotional stuff that's not over the top. Yeah. But that was 33% of the time, and the other percent of the time, he was just weirdly wide-eyed or puppy dog guy yeah. the whole time, and you're just like, is this guy bored five minutes ago? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, the start of his arc, Michael, I realised when I was re-watching it, uh, it's, yeah, it's it's it, the core of it is finding his gun. He spends the first like forty five to yeah. an hour of this film just be like, "Can I have my gun, please?" And then TK <laughs> keeps being like, "Oh, put it somewhere else." <laughs> she uh, she just won't here. give him that gun. <laughs> and then she has no chance. Uh, yeah. yeah, look, yeah. I like yeah. that. That's funny. Oversimplification to some degree, but not <laughs> enough that it's worth focusing on. <laughs> uh, I think when you're going to talk about performances, I think you're right, TK. She she did a good stock standard job in yeah. everything she was given. I think one thing that I really liked is she was very good in her performance across from Good Jet Li. Yeah. To give him sort of the ability to pull up enough to do enough emotional weight where you're like, ah, yeah. oh, these people care about each other. I care about them enough that I'm kind of rooting for them even though it's a little bit hollow, right? Yeah. yeah and yeah, I, yeah. I think she did a really good job considering that she was lifting Jet Li. I mean, with his for sure, she, she made those it. made those moments as as tropey, yep. cliche, and shit as they were. Oh yeah, but I mean, you know, it's two thousand and one yeah. sci fi kung fu movie. This goes through my head every time I'm saying anything about this yeah. movie. <laughs> and not too many problematic themes. There was one bit uh, of yeah. just shocking writing, um, and I, uh, maybe we'll mention the cops. Uh, you know what? I will mention the cops now. They were like, sure. Good Jet Li has like three cop friends. Just the They're sweetest just boys, mostly. Sweetest dopey guys who are just weirdly attached to TK. Yeah. They go everywhere with her. They're just like, are you okay? <laughs> TK, are you okay? I think by extension of being attached to Jet Li. Well, yeah, but they're yeah. too attached. And they just And they're suck. too nice. Yeah, they're way yeah. too nice. They're just there to be shot at, to shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Get and, the emotional and give, and give someone to uh, for TK to talk to when Jet yeah. Li's not around. They're Let's like be real. weird sitcom cops where it's like their motivations <laughs> make no 
sense, but there's just like this weird, like plastic, like pleasantness yeah. about them. Where it's like, uh, and and they have real. the one liners, right, to try to make them feel real, where it's like, it's like, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for good Jet Li. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I see why what you're trying to justify, but you sure are not doing it well enough. No. <laughs> what about the other two cops that are as bad as you? <laughs> What's their fucking justification? <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I think that's a really good set of performances. And I guess the other two that, that we're going to be talking about, I think there's not much to say about it, but Jason Statham, not great. This is probably one of the weaker Jason Statham he, performances, one of the weaker way to, ways to use him. For sure. And it's, he uh, didn't as even a, do Kung Fu. He can do Kung Fu. That was what Kung I'm Yeah, and like you see him in other movies because he's worked with Jet Li a fair bit too. Yeah. He respects the shit out of Jet Li and there's a movie down the line called Law that's a bad movie. Sorry, War. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> that's Law's, a bad Law's movie. the guy in this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the middle Jet Li. <laughs> that's where I was confused. Oh, no, that's a little less. But yeah, and he gets to do some kick-ass uh, kung fu fighting against Jet Li, and like he's like, "Oh, I'm so happy to get to fight against Jet Li." To be fair, he does get his ass kicked in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, yeah, they they let him utilize his skills just a uh, ragdoll in the yeah. right way, yeah. and then yell. <laughs> um, and I think all of all of Jason Statham's performances going into trying to nail this accent because he's just not good at it. They've yeah, asked him to do it clearly, and he's just. You can see that all of his all of his energy is going into just trying to make his mouth yeah. move in the right ways, and it, it just takes so much from what potentially could have been quite a moving performance. Just with his arc, you know, he loses his partner. He's he, he's not about the regulation, but he breaks all the rules. You know, yeah, definitely. And like he's proven that he's not not necessarily a better actor, but like he's better at utilizing his skill set yeah. in previous movies because Lockstock was well before this. Yeah. yeah. What a great performance that Absolutely he did. Fantastic. He used it perfectly. He could have been the exact same character. Yeah. It's a weird dystopian universe. Yeah. They can have English cops in the NBA. Why do they have to be American? Yeah, it was 2001. They weren't ready to let anyone foreign in unless English it was to be a bad be guy guys, in a yeah. diehard film. Yeah, well, I mean, this was Jet Li's, uh, I think, second good guy film in America, so yeah. maybe that's the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But y- again, playing a much better bad guy in this character until right at the end. When he just becomes a cartoon, yeah, when, I when think he, starts he just fighting have to do it good. to some degree. Yeah, <laughs> it just ruins it all, and he's just like full t- tongue wagging and arm shaking. Yeah, 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 one hundred percent. Dora Lindo, really good. Yeah, not good great. enough that you need to talk too much about it, but no. <laughs> but he carries it. He carries the role. Yeah. Yeah, he 100% does. He's, he kind of like saves this movie just enough as well. Yeah, I think if you didn't have Delroy Lindo here, Jason Statham's character would just drag this whole fucking thing oh, right yes. down. That's like, such a good point. And it does go down. Like when when, when you're alone with, with Statham after Statham Delroy Lindo gets killed by bad Jet Li. Jet Li duo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better title for the film. <laughs> Statham and the Jet Li duo. Um, uh it, it, it really does. It really does lose a lot when he goes because yeah. he's got all the emotional the weight. He's got all the stakes. Like the this is his that, battle. To the point that they have to bring Delroy Lindo back as a different character. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> as a, as a convenience store owner, <laughs> and then Jason Statham's like, "Oh, boss, I love you." And I'm sorry, I can't say you. And he's like, "I'm calling the cops." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're crazy, man. Speaking of crazy, so um, Nelson. Oh. Um, I'll tell you what, now that we're feeling down, mm-hmm. um, what, what better segue than to segue to things that went down in this movie? And by mm. things, I mean people and things that went down in this movie, oh. a.k.a. Nelson. <coughs> things that people that died. Oh, because it's time for Death Count. My gun. No guns, no jewelry, no belt buckles, no zippers. The hospital has a 
You're, you're going in for an MRI. Gabe? Changing the subject, Dick. I need my weapon. They're not giving her your gun. You are death gear. I need my guns. I left it at the hospital. Yeah, baby! We're doing a death count. That's Nelson. right. Uh, the, the segment where we count how many people, animals, and things died in the films we're watching, Mookle. That's it, man. Yeah, and let's do this, okay? All yeah, right, so count them out! This movie Kill them down! <laughs> this movie was actually pretty hard to do, um, but I think, thankfully, this isn't a hugely long death count like a lot of our movies. Yes. All thanks to what I found out later was a PG-13 rating, Woo! which probably kept most people alive. You saved <laughs> me. Thank the lords above. <laughs> yeah. Thank the one above. I will be the one! Oh my god, stop that. Uh, <laughs> there's definitely still, um, you know, a couple of lines, so there's yeah. going to be some sound effects. But right. Let's go through this, okay? Yeah, yeah. lay them down. So, first off, we've got our one piece, piece of shit Jet Li. Um, shot down <laughs> in prison transfer, turned into a soul transfer. Wins. Uh, most of these were just kind of like generic sh- uh, gun deaths, so that's probably the best line I have in yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he punches through a vent and then shoots him blind. That's pretty good. Oh, it's a great scene, but this line that I just did isn't great. <laughs> oh, I thought it was great. Oh, that's the last one. Sorry. Anyway. What we've got then is we've got anywhere between zero to four riot guards yeah. shot Cow. and just super slammed to death. Oh, Although it looks yeah. like the armor Cow. may have held up. Okay. It's, I mean, I mean the, 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 the guy from Breaking Bad, whatever his name is, the bald guy, the cop, yes. he gets shot like a gajillion times and he's like rolled around the floor like, my yeah. back! Still very clearly just, alive. He's just walking it off. <laughs> Doing an old Spider-Man too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think actually the next scene gives me my leeway to say no people died. Okay. okay. I'm going to make that call. So, there's 123 previous Jet Lees. Okay? Mm-hmm. Confirmed dead. Mm-hmm. And these include Hippie. Yep. <laughs> hippie, hippie you. Uh, we've also got uh, Sven Law, who looked like he had a summer job at a ski lodge. Yes. 123 of these Jet Lees died. Ooh. However, this is a trial, and this is a sentencing for the crimes that you Law has committed in the past, mm-hmm. which lets me know that he's never killed anyone but previous versions of himself up until this trial or they would have been mentioned. Yeah. So no one died in the previous scene, Nelson. Okay, okay, perfect. Yeah. Perfect, yeah. Just pushing away. I yeah. mean, I think they were just concentrating on those 123, but you know, look, fair, hey, fair. You, look, can, you, can, you can assume away. I, I can make an evidence-based assessment. Thank you, Nelson. <laughs> so anyway, what we have after that is we have one bomb rat or mouse dying. Trust me, I'm a rat. <laughs> Yeah, with surprisingly large testicles for its size. Yeah, thumpy thumpy. Yeah. Probably a mouse, because I think rat testicles are even bigger in proportion. Really? The most there you go, dragging along the pavement. Go. Yeah, I think they actually do, and that's why it's disgusting when a rat's on you, yeah. if it's a male. Gravel um, burnt balls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then we've got one security officer from a hospital launched by a bullet into a wall. Yes! Back. Very strong Definitely bullets. dead. Fun fact, that hospital wall was the same hospital wall used in the show Scrubs. Oh! oh heard of a like tidbit. Yeah. Oh, no super. Superman. Yeah, we don't. Was it worth it after all? And then one of the most exciting deaths we have is uh, one Pepsi machine impaled by a shotgun. Oh no! <laughs> the advertising <laughs> costs alone. That's it. What, what, one uh, one sponsorship effectively cut short. Yeah. Uh, yeah or yeah. utilized perfectly because it's the one sponsor that I just mentioned. Maybe on the it podcast. was a, maybe it was a body coke sponsor, mate. Hey, uh, look at that. That's pretty good. Pepsi. I'll tell you what. Either Coke or Pepsi. Maybe that's our next sponsor. I would love that. Never happening, obviously. Because we're never. useless pieces of shit. Yep. And then, speaking of useless pieces of shit, oh. we've actually got the best guy in the movie dying, Agent Rodeck. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah, yeah. His neck snapped like a little bit of a candy. Yeah. Why would you snap candy? Well, you know, you like sharing around. Candy. Yeah, yeah. yeah crack, it, crack his neck. Yeah, it's like a sharing pack. Crack an egg. It's a Kit Kat. You break it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we don't have many more deaths. Oh no, we've got one police sheriff oh, oh, yeah. just shot. Yep. Yep, just Bang dead. Boom. Bang and boom. Don't worry, he's a prisoner in a different universe, so he's probably a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have our final death. Oh, no. Which may or may not have been the most impactful death. Mm. We got TK. She got shot, just absolutely executed. Oh, yeah. By a shot to the side. Yeah, see you and later. she did die. I wrote down question mark because I'm like, she's not going to be dead. Yeah. Just straight up killed her. Fridged yeah. her real good. Straight <laughs> up. Yeah, because Jet Li gets to watch, watch from a window. Well, watch it from outside the window. Bad Gently's got her in the window. Do I know you? I am Eula. I'm nobody's bitch. <laughs> yep. Window, window Lee. Uh, and that's described. it. That's our death count. A oh, oh. uh, couple of deaths there. Not many deaths. Just a lot of people getting smashed around and spooked around. Yeah, exactly. There was like a hundred extra possible deaths. Yeah, and only one Jet Lee death, uh, which is an important bloody thing to bloody touch on, eh, Mookle? Yeah, that means but our bad Jet Lee and our good Jet Lee survive to the end of the movie. Mm. Bad Jet Lee gets sent to prison. Good Jet Lee gets sent to... A, a different, different universe, universe where TK's wife. Again, yeah. A nicer universe, the cleanest universe in the it's universe, very apparently. Clean. It's um, very clean. We get yeah. one of the best lines in the film with because uh, old old Bad Jet Lee gets banished to a prison planet where it's just a bunch yeah. of bad guys and he's Notable standing at the crime. top of a pedestal and they're like, Oh, you look like a bitch. And he's like, I am you, Law, and I am no bitch. You are mine. And then he fights everyone forever at the top of his Yeah, pedestal. it kind of seemed like a happy ending for all because it seemed yeah. like he loved the idea. He had a good time. He's yeah. getting stronger, like just Vegeta style or Piccolo <laughs> from Dragon Ball GT. Hey, gets, uh, look at that. Hell, hey? GT will never mention it ever again. Oh, and the prison planet is in a different dimension. It's in the Hades uh, multiverse dimension, which I think is a bloody good segue into talking about because uh, this is a multiverse movie. This this movie has a couple of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> multiverse. Okay. Multiverse yeah. movie, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, I really want to talk about it because, like, I'm not 100% confident of the way they did this. It seemed very okay. plot-based, the way the rules worked uh, at any yeah. given time. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was a little confusing, a little convoluted, the yeah. old multiversal rules. So I'll, I'll set up what I think they are, and I think you might know a little more about it. So yeah. try to guide me where I'm wrong, okay? Okie dokie. So here's the way it works. They explain it later on. Uh, there's multiverses. It turns out that every single time... A black hole is created by the death of a star. Massive, uh, a massive star, yeah. Yeah, so by extension, massive stars are the only ones that create black holes. So anytime a black hole is created by a star, right? Yep, new multiverse. So a new multiverse is created, which I think happens really frequently. But these multiverses, there's a maximum of 125 of these law guys. Yeah, correct. yeah. I understand that there's certain multiverses where there's no lo- no laws, yeah. which is totally fine. Yeah, 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 but yeah. I highly doubt that the the level of probabilities means that there's only 125. Yeah, right. Because yeah. there's how many well, how many stars die and create a black hole? Okay, so uh, with uh, and th- I was thinking about this. Right? Also, only my first problem with the multiverse. Yeah, 100 percent, 100 percent. There's so many to pick apart. Um, so it, this is a closed multiverse, right? So they they specifically say that this is sequential in time. So all multiverses occur at the same time in the same time period as the other ones. Yeah, at yeah, least yeah. for the so purposes parallel. of travel. Like, yeah. like they're parallel completely. Time travel. Yeah. So there is only theoretically one timeline. Yeah, it's always right? like year 2000. So this or is whatever, a closed multiverse in the sense that it could only create as many timelines as massive black holes have exploded that's still pretty fucking big though well yeah uh, and also that would mean, that, that would mean like I guess so we've multiverse? only got law's lifespan 
in yeah. which there's versions of law. Although, to be honest, there would even be previous spans to create different laws. No, the odds are confusing enough that yeah. we've only got his his lifespan to create multiple versions of him. Correct. 125 is still way too few. I'm pretty no, confident. There'd be, because uh, even thinking about it, right? So you're right. Every every time a uh, black hole, blah, 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 new yeah. universe. But like we go from, I guess, the, the Big Bang. And then if you think sure. about how many, I mean, the Big Bang alone would have created a bunch. Um, you just assume likely. at least one. We could, um, we could say one, throw them a boat. So they're building out from that point, right, every time a star dies. Yes. And I looked it up and it was like once a year, which yep. like it means that it must it must once occur year, across every... Yeah, yeah, that's what I... I mean, that was the first Google result. Once a year? Say. I thought it was once a day. No, no, apparently once a year. But that's, again, just like a top-end Google... It, was, it wasn't yeah, a deep okay. look. Hey, maybe um, I'm wrong. Maybe but, but, they did really good research for this. But then, so every, multi, every multiverse therefore creates more multiverses from any star that dies within it, right? Because they travel multiple times in this movie, and it's like if it's once every year, then they wouldn't be able to travel as many times as they do in a span of like what three, four days. Oh well, that's creating the multiverse, not creating the micro wormholes that allow no, them no, to no. travel. No, no, no. So they occur at the same time as the creation of the multiverse. Are you sure? Yeah. So that's oh. why they have to wait on a timer for them because they've got to wait till a star dies, and then yep. the energy from that creates a multiverse, but then it also allows it folds the fabric of the multiverse so that they can travel between points. Yeah. So based on their own logic, then there's no way that there's as few jet leaves correct yeah because there'd be yeah even even on a closed multiverse there's several billion of these all right let's summarize that for for our audience right now yeah don't worry about the actual science this universe says specifically every time uh, a a star dies it creates a black hole it creates a new universe in the multiverse and also that allows travel yep. throughout the multiverse. Bang on. There's only 125 Jet Lees. Yeah, it's very unlikely yep. that a Jet Lee is born in, in, in almost infinite reality. Yes, although, however, in, in this world, the way they propose it, a star seems to die yeah. at least once every two days. Yeah. Absolute minimum, Yeah, based on this movie. I guess across so the multiverse. So it's that makes it's internally inconsistent, though, because yeah. that would mean there's thousands upon thousands upon thousands, maybe millions Jet Lees in yeah. the universe. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. That's yeah. dumb. And also, the the most important part, yeah, which, you know, it's very cool, but a really cool mechanic here is that anytime a version of you dies, yeah, then that means that all of the energy that that person maintained is dissipated yeah. throughout the remainder of the version of the other variants. multiverse. Yeah. Which is an interesting concept. I'll give them that. It's yeah. kind of fun to think about. Yeah. But does that mean that anytime someone dies very young yeah. then that just dissipates to make those random people more powerful like like uh, uh all athletes yeah superstar athletes yeah just people who had a lot of child deaths yeah maybe. <laughs> and then it just yeah that's a really good that's a really energy. good point they don't, they don't necessarily all die at the same time yeah sometimes you just have a really powerful yeah. baby like it miscarried in every yeah. other universe but that oh. one it's like the strongest baby of all a real homelander baby yeah yeah, yeah 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 so okay well that's very interesting in that case that's a cool possibility but also it makes no sense no it's very convenient the way they use those well powers. they they talk about balance it's all very balanced the multiverse yeah. is balanced so so it's everything's fine until somebody universe. starts traveling between them and killing them. So it doesn't happen for anyone else. But somehow. by definition, that creates some form of balance. Maybe, maybe having the energy yeah. is not wasted. Yeah. It's just utilized in one container. Well, that's What's it, not keeping, balanced keeping about consistent that? balance, right? Like there's different balance in the multiverse. Well, I, I guess suppose? then that there's not as much power in that. that. That one universe, right? Which like then each maybe universe that affects power. that. But one person, one. that's so insignificant. Yeah. It fuck him. Pr- it is. No, fuck <laughs> like, just think about it. Like, he's killing 125 versions of himself, or yeah. 124. Yeah. Which, 
means that there's 124 universes with one person less energy. Yeah. Who cares? People die all the time. Yeah. I can't imagine people die at the exact same rate in these multiverses. We know that's not true. Yeah. And this guy, this supreme version of what you can become as a human. Yeah. He's only 125 people worth of people? Yeah. How's that going to fuck well, things and up? And is it like dependent <laughs> on how many variants you have as to how much power? Or is it always the same amount of power that's distributed am- amongst a, a greater yeah. group if you've got more that's a and good you're question. more likely to be born? Well, yeah. Like, is the argue that each birth creates a unit of power, right? Yeah. So yeah. if you have a thousand U's, yeah. then they create a thousand constant units of power, which means that you've got a thousand units of power. Yeah. So if you kill all of them, you then become more powerful than someone who had 125 versions of themselves. Yeah. Or, as you said, is it literally just every single possible entity of a person in the multiverse has to spread power with throughout the entire thing. Yeah. Which again, is this what creates a lot of deaths in small children? Maybe. Because Maybe. There's Not just power. Too, too many. Th- too, spread but too then thin. It's, that's, that's the balance because then it solves itself, right? It's spread yeah. too thin, then it gets more consistent until it's like, yeah, 125, that's the limit of power. That's limit Maybe that's of power. It. Maybe there's only 125 oh, possibilities of every person. wildly distinct universes here's, here's an issue that I've got with this, right? Okay. Multiverses have been created all the time, you know? Like every fucking yes. second day, whatever, every, every yep. 12 hours, whatever. But... Again, it specifies that the timeline is mm. linear. Yeah. Right? So when a new multiverse is created, do people just start existing from that point? Do they just yeah. like and it's like, oh, I'm working at a computer? Well, and yeah. what does that mean for their memory? Like are they just a bunch of like fish people? Like, just oh, like oh what's happening? Because yeah. they've got no concept, they've never learnt anything. Well, they just by definition, for us to be this many years in the future, then they must have to have some copy like some template they copyright yeah because that's the weird thing about having it connected to black holes right yeah because like the common multiverse theory is that anytime you make like a different change in your life like you you have a decision point you take different decisions so that makes sense that that would create a multiverse because you were the exact same person who had a deviation which means that there's copies of the universe and you've both versions of you have followed through with the different action that it was presented with in a set time. Yeah. But if it's just a fucking black hole, like, what does that change? What dictates what changes? Like, if just some random black hole is created, Yeah. what is the focal point of the, the universe in that point? What changes in the universe to make it a distinct universe? Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah. It's nonsensical. I don't think you could have an answer for that. That's yeah. a huge hole. Or maybe A huge black hole. Okay, cut that. Yeah, Continue. well, we're done with that segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair enough. Uh, look, the only thing I really want to talk about, I think more, and I think that'll probably flow the rest of our conversation. Yeah. The action in this movie, yeah. including the special effects, just yeah. everything, right? Because we've talked a lot about the plot and the story, but like we're making fun of it because it's just not much. It's a really cool premise, kind of butchered. Yeah. <laughs> but like ultimately, it's a kung fu movie. And we haven't talked about a sci-fi kung fu movie. We, we yeah, haven't talked yeah. about effects and we haven't talked about fight kung fu. Yeah, let's talk about it. So yeah, what do you think about it, Nelson? I'm, not, I'm just going to like have no responsibility in this We're part. in a bit of a post-matrix world. Yeah. Yes, um, and I think this movie doesn't know that. That's the problem. <laughs> no, no, I don't think it does. And it's it's trying to do some stuff, and it does some stuff well. Um, you know, it's got a it's got a couple of bullet time moments, but Jet Li just kind of like narrowly yeah. dodges the bullet and then not overdone, not a disgusting parody, but yeah, and he uh, reflects 
one of the bullets off his gun. So yeah, much tighter. But basically, he's got super speed. He's super strong. And yeah, one and thing they that I like a couple of different ways. Some well, better, some worse. Exactly. And one thing, one thing I liked in concept, and there was a couple of moments like this. Uh, he, he to represent him going super fast. He like yeah shows the everyone else going in slow motion and then he's just swinging around beating the crap out of them as they like slow-mo get flipped through the air yeah, which yeah, is pretty yeah. cool i thought that was a good representation and then like the impact yeah. like shoots them straight to the ground so you know they're getting smacked down real fast yeah and you've got like different versions of representing the same thing which i think is cool yeah. like when they want to focus on jet lee and his amazing ability to do kung fu yep. they'll do that version as well yeah but sometimes i'll just have like a weird version where they speed up him running to zip away from people yeah. moving in real time. doesn't look as good but no. it, it's clarifying he's fast and i think i remember seeing that like there's a there's a scene where both jet Li's are fighting and it's probably too subtle to realize without yeah. looking at the behind the yeah, scenes yeah, yeah this is the final fight yeah but there's sparks flying in normal speed yes. but then when they start fighting the sparks they, slow down ooh. didn't notice that at all in the movie but that's no, a cool tidbit neither did i <laughs> neither did i yeah. but yeah upon reflection very very cool uh, and i think that's kind of like a metaphor for like kind of like how how this movie has has become what it has become because yeah. i think ultimately you can tell there was a lot of thought that went into a lot of aspects 100%. of this movie. Like, there's this really cool bit at the start of the movie where demonstrating how those different universes, yeah. they change the results of the presidential election. Yes, yes. There's a lot of small tidbits where characters are recurring in different roles all throughout the yeah. movie. And, and not a lot of multiverse, universes. you know, not a lot of multiverse movies back then. It's not like today yeah. where everything's everything's in a multiverse. <laughs> yeah, everything's exactly. It's a bit universe. saturated. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Was, this was building out a concept that wasn't really huge at the time. Yeah, and you can see a lot of Taking effort went into it. Yeah, 100%. And they, they took a big swing, for yeah, sure. But yeah. I think ultimately, like, as with the spark scene, yeah, a lot of it just didn't actually pay off and became muddled, and they did too many things in a lot of cases. Right? Yeah, I mean the action scenes were fun. I think it yes. was just it was bogged down by the little bits in between and the well, sappy and also bullshit. I think that the the action scenes themselves were bogged down by trying to figure out how to represent the powers yeah. effectively. Yeah, you're right. Because like they were doing yeah. a lot of different things. Yeah, and also like a lot of it made it became muddled, and there was a lot of superhuman things happening. And like if yeah. you watch any Jet Li movie, yeah. where they just let Jet Li be Jet Li and be like the most amazing fighter that you've seen on camera, yeah. you're blown away. Yeah. And then you let him do some of that and then a super-powered punch that looks kind of janky and you're like, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. 12-year-old me loved it. Right now, I'm not feeling it as much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was doing all the all the moves. He was running around him punching green double, tennis yeah. balls. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they showed that in one of the original cuts because they hadn't done the CG yet. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it was like, the audience was loving it. They thought it was like some sort of like... Mystical training. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. 2001 yeah. American audiences for you. Um, uh, Although not uncommon to be a scene that was used later on in a lot of things yeah. in their defense. Yeah, but it's not it's not always executed. What What's happening from the punches and the kicks? Yes. Uh, some of those, some of those uh, CG models look a bit rubbery and a bit yeah. goofy. Um, some of the effects they use look clearly like they've just done yeah. kind of basic trickery to yep. get an effect that's not quite there. Yep, there's one scene where he bloody takes two motorbikes and smashes a cop yes. with them. Um, but the motorbikes are like they look like the 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 Tommy gun out of the mask. That that <laughs> yeah, that I was going to say the CG. motorbikes look like the Liquid Terminator in terms of yeah. So yeah. maybe maybe not as much budget as it needed. Maybe just not the the time for CG. And they had tried some of this, I believe, yeah. with practical effects, but it was just not not working. Yeah, I think some of those things where it's like. A lot of CGI at this time was we can, so we will. But yeah. like it, it, it's always like we can, but should we? Is the question you need to ask in all these films? Because yeah. you're right, they weren't there. 
they were doing some cool stuff and they put a lot of effort you can tell into like letting Jet Li's choreo like his choreography yeah. and his fights play for themselves yeah. and there was a lot of that but I think you would have had a better result if you just took the sci-fi element of his powers out mm-hmm. of the movie in a weird way mm-hmm. and I just guess beaten up on people yeah that's but what we love to see I guess this movie like was actually like you know a small bit of trivia it was originally going to be The Rock's launching into wow. Hollywood right okay see you later Scorpion King yeah so he took The Scorpion King instead of this movie which was probably a good choice even though it was also bad <laughs> yeah yeah but <laughs> wonderfully bad that film yeah it still made it launched the other Scorpion King which was a surprisingly good bad film well, yes uh, but this makes a lot of sense and would have been a great vehicle for a big, hulky, smashy yeah, guy, yeah, right? Yeah. But when you've got Jet Li and you've got someone who has the most dynamic kind of fighting that you could imagine, yep. you te- you're weirdly taking away from him by having him be superpowered and have that impact, shitty CGI yeah. do it. And it's not executed well enough to have yeah. the impact it should. But geez, yeah, if you have The Rock doing that, that would have mm. been a fucking great movie. Yeah. And look, I think if you suspend your disbelief completely, there's, there's some good fun sure. action. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's good there's fun. There's pretty good action. Yeah. Uh, and it's dark enough in that classic early morning <laughs> yeah. turn the lights down so you can't see what's happening kind of fashion that it's not always so noticeable uh, with some of the poorer CG. But yeah, yeah I think that's a good too point. Too much. I think the important really thing. really well done enough. Yeah, I think the important thing for me is I don't think it makes it like a horribly bad movie i don't think it makes it horribly bad scenes to watch yeah i think the thing that i'm frustrated by by watching this yeah is that it leads to a worse action scene than if you just let jet Li fight without superpowers yeah so they did it okay it doesn't make the movie bad i think it just limits the potential that you could have had from jet Li being in the movie yeah that's kind of like what it feels to me yeah and then him fighting himself when you know it's just him and a stunt double kind of takes away that impact again yeah surprisingly well done for the time i think that cgi held up better than most yeah yeah like there's no point where i'm like that's kind of weirdly rubbery facey jet lee like there was a couple but so few. Yeah, but but I think I think they thought well, double the jet lee, double the action, double the impact. Yeah, but but again, he? because you know that he's just going to fight a, a st- stunt double organically, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't have that impact. It, it pulls yeah. away from that, that big climax. Interesting. I think if I they, think. I for me personally, I think I that totally makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I think they just did the CGI well enough where that's one of the few bits where you can like I can suspend yeah. that for me personally. Yeah. yeah. But overall, yeah, like it's all the same thing in different flavors of it well i think at that point my suspension had run dry bear moogle and s- speaking of running dry let's dry this we'll hang this one out to dry sure moogle uh, real bad film or real bad film question mark yeah look i'm very excited about this because yeah. this one's pretty easy for me is it um you could definitely watch it you could definitely have a good time but yeah i think with the idea that you'd have to go back and watch a kung fu movie from 2001 yeah I just don't think it's worth it for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. So okay. I'm going to easily call this a real bad film. Interesting, yep. Moogle. And it's not like a horrible film, but for the purpose of this, it's a real bad film. There's no value in going back to see it. Okay. Okay. Yep. Interesting, Moogle. I think that this is a real bad film, question mark. Sure. Yeah. I yeah, had a good go time way. for the most part. You know, I thought, yeah. I, I saw it for what it was. And, yep. and you know, I haven't revisited the noughties uh, <laughs> as much as, as probably you. But uh, I think with time, this this opinion may change as well. Sure. Um, but definitely, uh, you know, it's good to see Jet Li. Uh, he's having a lot of fun in the bad guy moments. And again, when the moments oh, yeah. are good, the moments are good. The writing is trash, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but there's some cool action. It's fun. And it, you, you really got to turn off that suspension of disbelief, though. Uh, yeah. Or turn on. From the start. From 
from the start. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so I think there's enough here to to watch with a couple of friends, maybe a couple of brews, you know, maybe a wine. Yeah. I think that's fair. Could have easily gone either way. I think yeah. it's just value for effort at yeah. this point. But yeah, I love it. Yeah. Fair enough. Agree to disagree, you dumb bitch. Oh, All right, that, was- <laughs> that wraps up 2001's The One starring Jet Li, Jet Li, Jet Li, Moocall. Some other people. What do we got bloody for him next fortnight? I'm doing it for a change. Hey, that's really good. Well, it's actually a really funky one. One that I'm sure you'll love. Being wicker, a, wicker. Being an American anime weeb. Oh, yes. I love a dub. <laughs> we got a, a weird a version of Yu-Gi-Oh! I've never heard of before. Yeah, so we're going to be looking at not the original Yu-Gi-Oh! series, the preceding series mm. of Yu-Gi-Oh! that came out and was only one season long. A little bit <laughs> different. I no idea about. A little less thought out, potentially. Mukul. Okay, I'm excited. I've never seen Do we have to watch the full season? Is that what we're talking about? I think we're going to do like the first and the last episode. <laughs> okay, but don't that, worry, I'm going to watch every single episode of the original series and this because... I'm actually not that familiar with Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I was I was more than you'd expect, actually, yeah. as a kid. And even a young adult. <laughs> yeah, well, look at that. I played the cards, but that was about it. I know the monsters, but I don't know the anime. Yeah, well, I mean, there's, only, gonna. Like, <laughs> there's only like five specific monsters in the anime. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Should be fine. Time and time again. Exodia, the forbidden one. He's in like two episodes. I think he's only one, yeah. No, nah, he's in start. a couple. He comes back every now and then, but like, obviously it really makes no sense. Character. Well, Yu-Gi-Oh! should use him all the time. This is for next week. Yeah, save it for next week, yeah. buddy. <laughs> Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Uh, keep coming along. Like us, rate us on Spotify and iTunes. Buddy, jump Any over our Instagram at realboys, R-E-E-L-B-O-I-Z, no spaces. In these places. No spaces in these places. Thank you, Michael. Uh, we're posting some behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, yeah. Come and check us Giving out. Give you a bit of a look in. Give it a look into how businesses are properly run by professionals. <sighs> Perfectly and definitely not in any way that's a lie. Everyone! There can be only one. Or two or 135 or whatever. Kill your siblings. We'll see you next week. (laughs) See you next week. I am Eula! I'm nobody's bitch! You are mine! Um, so I got us barn knees on the way here, right? Yeah. Um, and subpar barn knees. They were all right. It was like it I'm was not blaming it you. Was, it was pretty bad. It was just like from like a mum and pop. Do you not do the paste operation? I, they just they got what they gave me. You know. I can't believe they don't default paste. Maybe they don't. They don't paste. You okay. know. That's not even a barn me. You know. They spread. They're, they're more of a spread kind of barn me. But um, yeah, mum and pup operation. And I guess it was like their kid, but he was like probably in his mid-30s, you know. Lovely. Um, and he came up to me and he, he was doing the calculations it's in his like head. because poison, man. I got uh, uh, a barn me and a nice coffee. Uh, and he's like, uh, uh, 10 bucks. Th- 13 bucks and I jokingly I jokingly said to him I was like are you sure you don't want to check that on a calculator mate um, then he had to pay more well no he just deadpan looked at me and said don't make fun of me Oh, wow. and I was like, "Oh it's mate. No going with that. Oh yeah, God. I was like, "Dude, it would have taken that me way poor longer." Dyslexic boy, he finally thought he conquered it. Oh, I mean, I respect him for you know speaking his mind and, yeah. and and sharing his tolerance, but it just hurts me that his tolerance was that low. We love you, bud. 